everybody. Welcome back into Talk Off. It is Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. The day. Happy Friday. It is fucking St. Patrick's Day, lads. You like how I. Are you Irish? No, but I'm Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get it. Um, they're not Irish. Mm, what are they then? I did. I don't watch that show. I mean, British? I watched like the first season. Are they? They're British. Yeah. You watch the Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're from. I don't remember. Fuck. What's it called? Yeah, what are they from? Fuck. Now it's gonna bother me. I gotta look it up. Anyways, speaking of speaking of um, speaking of British, did you did you start the new season of Ted Lasso? I have not Birmingham. They're from Birmingham. Birmingham. They are from Birmingham. Yeah, I watched the first uh, season of that, and it's good. Don't get me wrong; it's good. There's just like I just got into one of those like TV, like I don't I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say here, but I got into one of those TV binges where I was watching like five shows at a time, and it fucking sucks because then one show always goes by the wayside. Yeah, I feel that. I was in one of those like a couple weeks ago, and then I just ended up finishing all of them. But I was watching like, like you full swing Outer Banks like all at the fucking same time, and I was like, I need to just finish one of them. <laughs> it's, and I just finished all of them. It's honestly hard to just pick one show and stick with it now. <coughs> There's so many good ones. So wait, did, did, oh wait, you didn't start Ted Lasso yet? No, I did not start Ted Lasso. So the reason why I brought up Ted Lasso was because. It's great. It's as it usually is. But then my Ted Lasso experience last night was interrupted by a very unfortunate situation that occurred at the end of the Puerto Rico Dominican Republic game. And I think this is a very sad. I think this is a good place to start Uh, because last night I I slept on this. I was a very irrational Met fan last night. Uh, I've had, I've had time to think, I mean, last night at 1130, I was canceling the season. I was saying the season's over. The Mets are cursed. God hates me. God hates the Mets. I mean, Zach, remember when you were telling me to be positive about this season? Yes. We're being positive. I don't know how much more positive I can be about this team. anymore. Just, just, just think about, think about all the money that good old Steve has. Uh, Yeah, but. I don't know, man. This is I don't. I, I was. I can't blame you for not being I, positive. I was, this is I was, sad. I was fully ready to come on this podcast. Like last night, I was fully ready to come on to this podcast today and say, "Cancel the World Baseball Classic. The, the tournament should not be played." I'm gonna not say that, and I'm gonna go back on that take. Like I, th- I think it's a good tournament. I just don't think the time of year it's played in is the right time. I think this tournament should definitely be played in November, December. Yeah, I, I think I always I, I think I question the the time of year they do it too. But it, it's tough with baseball season because it's such a long season. It, it's tough to find the time to do it, and plus with all the different countries involved, it's obviously tough time finding a time to do it. But doing it right before the season does suck. It it, it sucks. It really sucks because then shit like and this happens because. I mean, Edwin Diaz, and the worst part about it is it wasn't even a game injury, man. No, and I know. It's like he goes down celebrating and immediately 
everyone around him is like, oh, shit, this is not a good situation whatsoever. Couldn't put yep. weight on it. So uh, I, I don't really know where this leaves us. As it, I mean, I'm assuming right now the closer is going to be uh, David Robertson. The Mets probably are going to have to go out and sign like someone like Zach Britton or maybe trade for somebody. I don't, I don't even know who's available right now. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I definitely think for the beginning of the season for the Mets, it's going to be kind of a feel. They're going to have to feel it out from the closer role, which is something that the Mets didn't have to do last year. They never had to. You always knew when, when you heard those fucking dumbass trumpets and it was the ninth inning that that you were good. And it was kind of the first time since, uh, I don't even know, maybe like Juris Familia's prime yeah. that Mets fans actually felt good in the ninth inning. No, like, yeah, this was, this there was is the something... first time in a long time. Like we had Henry Mejia, Familia, like Familia, and then a little before that, like Mejia was like good, but then like really haven't had a solid closer since like K-Rod. Yeah, and I mean that we're talking about early two thousands now. And, yeah, but I, I think you know having that closer in the ninth, having a guy that you can just hand the ball to in the ninth and have no issues and not have to worry about. It, I think it's a really underrated part of baseball. Like having that guy in that ninth to just not worry at all is so huge. Like I can like last I can from experience last year with the Red Sox. We blew more leads than anyone in the league. We blew more saves than anyone in the league, and we let up the most ninth-inning comebacks of anyone in the league. I know what it's like to not have a closer, and it fucking sucks. It, it it's really. I think it's going to hurt the Mets a lot, and it's kind of sad to see. Well, but I'll I think they're going to have to play it out at the yeah. beginning of the year with Ottavino and Robertson and those guys, and and let it ride, see if somebody can develop and somebody can hold it down. If somebody can just hold it down, this team is talented enough still to go Well, the thing that sucks is that no matter what happens now, if a save is blown, which obviously throughout the course of 162 games, there's going to be blown saves. Yeah, Edwin Diaz blows saves too. It happens. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying like now that any time, whoever the closer is, you could have fucking – I don't – you could have like – any you could have Mariano Rivera up on that mound at City Field, and if he blows a save, people are going to be like, "Well, this is because Edwin got hurt. Edwin would have made this save." Like this yep. is this is going to be the fallback every time a save is blown for the Mets this season. Now, yeah, it, it's going to be tough because pretty much when every when anything happens, like you're going to blame it on Edwin Diaz not being in there, and it, it's especially because it happened outside of Mets camp. If he got hurt in spring training or something, it would it would obviously still suck almost as much, but it would be a little bit different. Cause it's like, all right, well, at least he was playing for my team while he got hurt. Like he's not even supposed to be doing this. Really. It happens every four years. Hasn't happened in six years. And, and he's playing for team Puerto Rico, trying to represent his country strikes out the side in the ninth to send Puerto Rico to the quarterfinal and then injures himself getting, trying to celebrate a great win. I mean, they surprised yeah. everybody. Every, the, the favorite of the World Baseball Classic is out because of Team Puerto Rico. But now they lose their closer. The Mets lose their closer for the entire year. He's getting surgery tomorrow. The only, like, silver lining that, tough to swallow. that I see in this is the timetable for return could be at the like very most, depending on how quickly he develops here, it could be six months. So, like, playoffs, maybe, but even that is a stretch by saying he could come back for the playoffs. 
So it's like almost if we can just get in the the big dance, like can we make some noise with Diaz at the end? But it's, I don't know. It's just it just I, I I'm I have already in mentally I've already set checked out of him possibly even returning to this team for the season. Yeah, I I'm think it's a. It. I think it's it's you should get past it because there's um, I think there's probably like a ninety nine percent chance that we don't see him this year just because. You know, it, it's a long recovery, and there's a possibility that they could get him back for maybe a, a the play, maybe the playoffs. But do you want to rush a guy like no, that back? A guy that you not. just paid a, a closer. We already know how volatile closers and relievers are. That you just paid a hundred million dollars to. Like they're not going to rush him back, so he'll be shelved probably for the entire year and. It's just like it's season continues. This is unfortunately, it's just excuse me. I I just had some barbecue. Um, I had some barbecue ribs. Might be I might, I might be a little burpy for, for a second. Um, th- this is the most Mets going to Met moment ever, and it's and it just sucks because going into the season like this was undoubtedly going to be the best Mets team assembled during my lifetime. The expectations were through the roof like they've never been before and now before we can even have a chance to compete we already lose arguably the biggest arm that we have starter or reliever so i don't know and it's and and things are starting to add up they're starting to snowball a little bit with the whole injury bug Sanga has something that's going on Quintana's out until at least august so, it seems like just unfortunate, it's, buddy. It's unfortunate. I, I feel for you. I, I, you know, I know we're team positivity, but I'm going to let you be negative today. You're allowed to be. It's it's tough. It's really tough. It just feels like it feels like nothing can nothing can go right right now. But you know, we're uh, we're, we're in March Madness season. Zach and I actually bet on uh, Auburn. Right, we're watching the game as we're podcasting. So, trying to take our trying to take my mind off the Mets and, and how much of a piece of shit organization they are, and how they're cursed into damnation forever. They will never win anything as long as I'm alive. Um, so I'm trying to distract myself by gambling endless hours on college basketball. That's what March is for. That's what March is for. Yep we we got Auburn in. In Alabama, I mean, is there a chance Auburn loses this game? No, I don't know. Not a chance. I don't know. It's March. Princeton. Princeton just knocked off. Uh, I can't Jonah. believe that. I cannot believe that. Did you? You want to know something? What? Eight games so far today. Yeah. I'm six and eight. Six and eight. Or I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're. I'm two and eight. You're two. I was to say you're two and eight. Okay. Uh, that's pretty bad, man. Are you betting or in your bracket? In my bracket, not right. betting, not betting. All no. right, if you were betting, I was gonna say maybe you should have taken this game off. But <laughs> no, no, no. Um, that was that's my bracket. Yeah, that's 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 a tough start. I I go into the bracket every year feeling so confident, and then the first four hours after that, it's just like it's me. just like I I just want to make it past the first day. If I yeah. make it past the first day with with either none or one loss, I'm still like. At least I'm like, all right, dude. I like, I I'm like, kind of, kind of sick. Yeah. Like, 
And then I can get my dreams crushed on the second day. That's fine. But at least let me get through the first day of just being like, yeah, I'm so fucking smart. That was such a good – like I had Charleston today. Didn't like come on. Are, are you kidding me? See, Charleston should have fucking won yeah, that game. I, 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 and I, love, original, I fell in love with Utah too. So did I. I fell in love with Utah. I was like Missouri definitely going to fucking choke. I fell in love with Utah. They lose. I also fell in love with Furman. And started like looking into Furman, and I was like, fuck, "Fuck Virginia! Like, fuck Virginia! They're not good this year. ACC team, fuck like ACC is no good this year." So I was like, ACC "All right, I'm gonna take. Slowly I'm gonna credibility." I was, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna take Furman." So I take Furman. Guess who second guessed themselves and decided to take Virginia at the last second? You took Virginia. I took Furman actually, but that was like the only upset that I've predicted so far. I had Furman. In my bracket, in my bracket, and then I went in yesterday and I changed it. Yeah, it's 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 a pain in the ass, no doubt about it. It's just like I got a lot Arizona, riding on tomorrow. Like, I have a lot does, of my happiness riding on tomorrow. How does Princeton beat Arizona? I don't know, man. March is weird. This tournament doesn't make any sense. It's honestly the most unique thing in sports. It's it doesn't make any sense. It is it is the most most unique thing in sports, and I think it's just incredible. It's incredible, but it's just like I don't even. There's no. There's not even like an apples to apples comparison of what this tournament is to anything in the world. Like maybe you can make the argument that, um, like, not even Champions League soccer. Like maybe the FA Cup in England, where like every team plays each other. But I don't even think. I I literally think there's nothing like this in sports. There's there is just it's it's incredible that the under it's incredible and it's that just, a team it's consistent like it's consistent it's incredible like that a team like Princeton has the opportunity to go up against like Arizona. Yeah, and ev- and every single year it happens. It's not like some years there's upset, some years there isn't, and it's just like they throw a couple in there, and it's like holy shit, Cinderella story. It's every fucking year, every year. That yeah. these upsets are happening, these Cinderella stories happen. It's incredible. It's 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 my favorite time of the, right right now is my favorite sports time of year. So I'm 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 really um I'm really happy that March Madness is already delivering on day one. But let's um let's let's talk a little World Baseball Classic. The last night let, let's let's get away from the from the Diaz injury and. Let's not piss myself off anymore talking about it, but the game itself was, was fucking awesome. The game was incredible. Team Puerto Rico looked great, hitting the ball in the field. They they looked phenomenal, and I'm so disappointed that the odds-on favorite can't even make it to the quarterfinal. I don't want to say I told you so, but I I did say Venezuela was coming out of here. Yeah, you did. You didn't. You did say Venezuela was making it out. I one, but I did have Dr. coming too. But one thing I will say was Puerto Rico came out the gates firing yesterday, like on all cylinders. I was like, holy shit! As soon as Vasquez hit that home run to send them up one nothing early in the game, the game was honestly over. Puerto Rico had all the momentum and all the energy the entire game, and. They just kept that going for the whole game. They send themselves to the quarterfinal. They're going to match up against the U.S. No, excuse me, against Mexico. 
That's going to be a great game, a very great game. And this quarterfinal is getting exciting. I mean, Japan already won their quarterfinal game. We already saw um, – why am I blanking? Cuba take out Australia. Yep. So Cuba Cuba moves on as well to the semifinal. These American brackets, next couple of days, we're going to see them wrapping up. Yep. The U.S. Has, has, has a tough side of the bracket on their fucking hands. They squeeze away with a three-two win last three-two win last night against Colombia. I was I didn't very watch nervous of that game. I fell asleep in the sixth inning. Yeah, I didn't watch. They it were down. They were game. down two-one. Trout had all three RBIs for the U.S. That's what I heard. He's just it's incredible. Pete Alonso is doing nothing. Hasn't touched the ball. Has not touched the ball. And Trout, honestly, before this game was has been struggling. He was hitting, I think, two fifty. Yeah, Betts has been struggling as well. And now and now it seems like uh, seems like everything's coming together for Trout in the, in the tournament. What? Who's? When's the USA's next game? Is it Saturday? Uh, I believe it is Saturday. Yeah. So hey, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens now in the uh, what quarter. This is the quarterfinals starting Saturday. This will yeah. Tonight is a good matchup. Uh, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Marcus Stroman against Julio Urias. It's gonna be a, it's a, it's gonna be a great matchup. This is these are two teams with just incredible energy, a lot of MLB talent on both the teams, and and these are two of the teams out there that really fucking want it, and you can see it when they play. I'm, I'm honestly, excited for this I'm matchup. Honestly, taking Puerto Rico in this matchup, this is an emotion game for them. I don't know. I I think I think I I'm honestly on Mexico tonight because just because of your your eyes pitching. I, I think just with him on the mound, him commanding the mound for at least four or five innings. You know, the pitch count also does go up in the quarterfinal, so he can throw at least eighty. I think eighty eighty five pitches tonight instead of sixty five. Yeah. What do you? I think just with Julio on the mound, I, I think Mexico is almost unbeatable. Honestly. What do you uh, What do you think about Yoshida's? another home run last night bomb yeah he's he had a bomb he's oh my god i he i'm i'm actually so excited and it, it feels weird honestly i want i want to honestly talk about it because it's it, it just feels weird i feel like i haven't been excited for a red Sox season like this in a while and it, and it's weird because we're gonna be so bad and i know we're gonna be so bad but I'm just like so excited because this is really the first year because we've you know gotten to the podcast and everything. This is kind of the first year, maybe not the first year, but that I'm like super super into like guys specifically and like like guys specific statistics. I know. Okay, damn it! <laughs> I kind of walked. In. I walked into that. One. I walked into that. One. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is the first year like I, I'm like I don't really like I don't really care about the Red Sox. I'm excited to watch Yoshida play and Casas and Bayo and Sale. And like the Red Sox if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. Like I don't care. And like I'm excited for that. I'm just excited to watch guys these guys play and hopefully not get fucking injured. Yeah, it's uh it's an exciting time honestly for Major League Baseball because there's a lot of young talent coming in and I like young talent from overseas and foreign countries coming to play because it honestly it, it 
it brings a whole new perspective to baseball. Just just about like outside of our country, how fucking good some other countries are at this sport. Japan is one that is we always knew they were extremely good at baseball, but like the talent in the last four years they're pumping out in Senga, Otani, now Yoshida to the major leagues. Not to mention, you know, like Seiya Suzuki who came over last year. Obviously, he had a bad season, but he's going to bounce back. It's in the adjustment season. He's going to have a great season this year, I think. It's a great, it's a great time for the game of baseball. I think this, this is this is this tournament is honestly great for showing off the talent. That the I think has. so. It, I, it, it, that's why I love it. it. It's so good to see whatever. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's so nice to see like what everyone has, not just US, not just the MLB players, you know. Even like some guys that are that play in the minors that I don't really see because, you know, I don't watch minor league baseball all that much. Some guys in the minors that are playing for their countries, even watching them, just seeing people that I ha- I don't see on a daily basis, like I, I don't have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout like shoved in my face. There's yeah. other guys to watch. You can watch random teams that you honestly know no one and it's exciting sometimes because you just get invested in these guys and you get invested in the game and the broadcaster will tell you a story about how this guy was in the minor leagues for 10 years and now he plays for team mexico or whatever and it makes it exciting yeah it, it, no it really is exciting but can i actually uh just interrupt and something yeah, i want to talk about yeah, and i i completely it. forgot and before i forget again i want to talk about yeah go for um it. i so i've always i've always thought that this is a place where I, we can express our emotions and share our share our feelings oh boy here we go chris why is cory kluber my opening day starter uh cory kluber is your opening day starter because your team uh does not like to win Management does not like to win. It just makes opening day just that much sadder. It just not makes it. It doesn't make it fun. Like even if what 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 sales deal? What's he doing? He's fine. He's fine. They just don't want. What's his deal? They don't. They so they uh, I guess apparently don't want him to feel the pressure of opening day, and he hasn't had an opening day in four years, and. They want him to just soak in the opening day or whatever. Fuck that. Get on the damn mound. Yeah, literally. You're not paying him to It's sit so on the annoying. Bench. Like like now when I turn on opening day When did the Red Sox the, get soft? Opening day against the fucking Orioles and I gotta watch eighty five mile an hour fastballs from you, Corey Kluber. You're not playing the Dodgers on opening day. Like Chris Sale is fairly competent to pitch against the Orioles. I don't know why he's he's our ace. He's our only honestly. He's not just our ace. He's our only pitcher, especially by opening day. Whitlock is going to be is is on the sh- is, on the shelf. Bayo's on the shelf. No, he's on the Padres. Buddy. Oh fuck! Right, you're right. I forgot he signed with the Padres. We have our our rotation right now is Chris Sale, Corey Kluber, uh, a hurt James Paxton, a hurt Garrett Whitlock, a hurt Brian Bayo. Uh, Cutter Crawford, who is a ter- uh, not a very good prospect, came up last year. Uh, Tanner Houck. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's tough scenes. So it's pretty much Chris Sale. It's it's just Chris Sale. That's tough scenes. I mean, at least you don't but like have to Garrett Whitlock is, a, is a very competent – go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say at least you don't have to you know deal with a full season of Edwin Diaz. 
you know, the you had the potential to have the best closer in the game, and now you're going to get uh, 39-year-old David Robertson. I mean, I have Old man. 38-year-old Kenley Jansen. I'd rather have Kenley Jansen than David Robertson. Uh, I would too, but I'm just saying it's not like I have Craig Kimbrell in his prime still. You were dealt a shitty – we were both dealt shitty hands, but you definitely have the high card on me. Yes. Yeah. I I just like – like when I when I got that notification on my phone that said Corey Kluber named opening day starter, I, I just like like it's just like I'm not excited for opening day now. Like I, I don't give a fuck about opening day because I hate Corey Kluber. What I really do is opening day like a they March should 30th. they they should have opening day on a they, they every team should play opening day on a weekend so you can get drunk on that day. I wish everybody played opening day on the same day. Yeah, or or, like or if you're, usually or if not you're a do, universal opening. Or day. or if you're gonna do opening day, you should do opening day on Friday night and only have one team play, like the NFL does it. Like they only have one. They game. They should do the yeah. Like imagine they did the World Series matchup on Friday night. They used to do that. I, well, not necessarily like broadcast it the whole country, but I know for a fact, and I don't even know if this was something that was meant to be, but we, we played the Royals opening day of 2016 i don't know if that was just a coincidence i think it was coincidence okay but like it, it like that that would be exciting if they if that's what they did they did an, like an opening day opening night friday night and just had a world series matchup and then everybody starts the next on the saturday yeah then we can get drunk no that's cool you know what's crazy i always like in the after the first weekend of after opening day someone's always batting like a thousand <laughs> it's the uh, that, it's so funny to me. I'm so happy that you said that because I thought I was the only weirdo. <laughs> it's like so exciting. I think it's I think it's hilarious. So someone's batting like when, like a thousand, or like someone has a zero, or I like, or even better is when somebody whoever whatever starter goes the longest without giving up a run. So it could be like almost May, and they have a zero ERA. It's the best. Yeah, that's great. I I. I like the beginning of the season is low key so fun, especially when, especially when like it's just you're funny like a week stats in the season. Like bat, like averages are always inflated. Yeah, I, well, and I, I love when you're like a week in the season and you realize that like someone's on a different team that you didn't fucking remember, and you're like, holy Ooh. shit, I totally forgot that Andrew McCutcheon's back on the Pirates. Like, like Michael something like Walker. that. I totally forgot Michael Walker was a Padre. Yeah, and we literally run a sports podcast. Yeah, it's really funny that. McCutcheon's back on the Pirates now. This is like such Andrew McCutcheon revenge tour now. I love him. I love him too. I'm so happy. I would, I would love Pirates. nothing. I would love nothing more for him to be good this year for no reason. Oh, same. I think it would be sick. It would make me incredibly happy. It would be so funny if the Pirates were like if they finished fifth in the in the NL Central and or excuse me fourth. No fifth. No fifth. That's how math works. Uh, fifth in math the, is hard. Fifth in the NL Central, and Kutch just put up like a damn near MVP season. That's what I'm saying. That's what maybe not MVP. I I don't really no, think it would he be has funny if he yet, did MVP. But, yeah, but I think it would even be funny if if he was just like an All Star. He could be an All Star. He very well might be, because he's probably going to go soon. So, like retire. Yeah, not die. 
<laughs> I, thought, that's what, I thought that's what you meant for. So I was like, whoa. Yeah, you know, after I said it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> but it was a poor, poor choice of words. Yeah, but he's not dead. It's okay. He's definitely not. He uh, is. He's is he? It's it's so confusing. No, Did, he's not. Not in the World Baseball Classic. No. I don't know why, but I feel like he would be a good guy to to have on that team. Just as like a as a a glue guy. Glue, good glue guy. No, just you know, clubhouse guy. Clubhouse guy. That's what I mean. Just uh, yeah, I no, I knew what you were saying. Yeah, teach the uh. The young idiots like Pete Alonso to uh, to learn the ropes before they go out and talk hot about you know tearing up the World Baseball Classic, and then they don't have a hit. Doing shit. Me doesn't have a hit. Eating Rice Krispies doesn't have it. I mean, he's not playing every day, so I'll give him that. But doesn't have it. Yeah, and this is like we were saying last episode about how this is a trial run for DeRosa's managerial run. Like it's just not going well. I don't think he'll get a job. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how he's going to um, form the lineup for the quarterfinal. Uh, we're going to play uh, Venezuela, which is going to be a really tough matchup. They're most likely going to come out with Martin Perez. So I want to see you know, how DeRosa manages the lineup because I think Alonso is going to end up being there because if Perez starts, that's a lefty, and I doubt they want Schwarber in there. No, probably not. But Schwarber is – I don't know. Schwarber, I like having Schwarber at the top of the lineup, no matter who's on the ball. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, they don't, they don't lead him off, but I think DeRosa should, even with Betts, even with Trey Turner, even with Trout or what. Like, I know Betts is going to lead off for the rest of the tournament, and I guess he should, but I wouldn't mind leading off with Kyle Schwarber. I like putting Trey Turner at the in the nine hole honestly just to get that that's speed. where he was last night yeah. that's where he was last night and i think like it, it was right i think that was right i don't like i didn't like mcneil in the nine hole because like okay yeah he moves the line but at the end of the day i'd rather have mcneil hit in like a in like a six like in a six roll in a six hole because he can just knock runners in after that at that rate so what are you thinking what are you thinking for um the game against Venezuela. Let's let's uh, let's assume that Perez starts, so that's a lefty. What would you do for up, up the middle? Because I mean, they could they could put a lot of people in there. My guess I is mean, they're going to come out with Turner and Anderson. Yeah, you'd have to go Turner and Anderson. That's what you think that they should do. Yeah. They just stick with that. Yeah, I agree. That's probably the best lineup that they have. You know, I'm curious what you're going to do in the outfield, though. I mean, are they going to stick with Kyle Tucker out and left, it's, or it, are they? You got to. Are see. they going to put someone else in? I think you can almost put McNeil in left. I think I think you could put McNeil in. I, I honestly think you could put Mullins out there and he would do well. Yeah, I, you could put Wit out there as well. It's another guy who plays corner outfield. I mean, I mean, Mullins obviously has not played a lot of corner outfield. I just like Mullins I mean, having always, Mullins speed and could, he has a lot of power too put, for someone. You could always put Mullins in center and DH Trout. Yeah, but it would, the problem is when you do that, I mean, then you, I mean, I guess you lose Alonzo or Schwarber. Yeah, no, I guess so. But it's like, if you want to I love how there's absolutely well. nobody, I love how there's nobody taking over third or first. Like, not even close. Yeah. We don't even have another third baseman on this team. 
It's just Ooh. Arenado. Yeah. No, it's just Arenado. But like guys like I mean, I guess you could throw McNeil there if you if you really needed to play there. Yeah, I, I nobody needs to play there. It should be Arenado. He's fucking tearing up this tournament so far anyway, but I'm just saying I think it's hilarious, so it's just like, nope, Arenado's gonna play third every fucking day. He's the best player ever. He's my favorite player. In, of, Who, over Aaron? the last like decade. Arenado? Yeah. Uh I would disagree with you on that. I don't know why. How can you never, disagree just, with who my favorite player is? Well, I just say I disagree that I don't like him as much. Why don't as you like him? him? What's wrong with him? I don't know. I'm just not not the biggest fan. Can you give me a reason? Uh. So then, who's like, your favorite player over the last decade? Probably Harper. That's that's a fair answer. Just because I don't want to say Harper because I've only liked Harper for the past like three years. Just because he's I don't know he's just a lot he's just loud in the way he plays and i kind of like that i don't know arenado just seems kind of annoying what i don't know you have absolutely nothing well, to he, back he that had, up you're just well, talking at no, your he ass had beef with the mets and i don't fuck with him because of that okay bryce that's harper with the nationals we always just slap them down it's like whatever. yeah that's i mean that's he, I, I mean, I think it's probably. I think I think it's kind of crazy that you pick someone in your division, but you know, whatever. He's a good player. Whatever you say. Game respects game. Some things are bigger than sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Who's your favorite random Met? Uh, favorite random Met: Kirk Newenheis. Had hit 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 four home runs in one game. Whoa, that's impressive. What about you? Who's your favorite Red Sox? Oh, like my favorite random Red Sox? Yeah, uh, Jared Saltalamacchia. I feel like he's not random though. He's so mainstream. Yeah, but like, that's such a slutty pick of you. Red Sox. What? I said that's such a slutty pick of for you. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry. That's like that's like somebody saying like who's your favorite random NBA player? And you saying like Muggsy Bogues. No, I feel like it's more like if someone was like yeah, I feel like it's more like Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, yeah, that is. That is. I don't know why Muggsy well, Bogues. I just love Jared Salsamachia cuz when I was a kid and he was on the team and we won the World Series in 2013. I was just like obsessed with his name because it took up like the whole jersey. So the Lamont No, I told you. We had this conversation in the past. I can't wait until the first day where somebody creates a know. full circle with their last name. It's going to happen. Pete Crow Armstrong almost has that. He's damn close. If he just stopped like working on his – like working out, he would – his last name would complete the circle of trust. That's true. Who's your favorite Met of all time? Not random. Uh, probably David Wright. I guess that's a fair answer. Probably David Wright. Uh, it could have been Jose Reyes. Could have been Jose Reyes if he didn't leave. Jose Reyes was my favorite Met of all time. But honestly, honestly, it was going to be Jacob Degrom. For a while, for for, for like, I, my favorite Met went from growing up. It went from David Wright. To Matt Harvey, to Cindergard, to Degrom, and now it's Pete Alonso. Uh, no, it's, it's definitely without a doubt Lindor. 
I guess. It's definitely without a doubt Midoriya. Um, are, are you a big Yoshida guy now? Is that going to be your favorite Red Sox for the future? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think anybody could ever pass Dustin Pedroia. Right, but I'm saying like currently on the team. Uh, currently on the team, my, no. Uh, I, I I love Devers. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. He that dude I, that I, dude I, that dude knows how to fucking play. And I'm also like a lip in man. Holy shit! I'm like shit. A, a huge sale guy. Like I've always been a sale guy ever since we've Me got too. him. Like I I've, love I've when been a shit goes on for cheap. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. He like ever since we got him, like I thought he was like the best pitcher in baseball. I still think he he has the potential did you, to did be. You, did you Maybe think not that, because the fastball is not signed. You but... guys got David Price. No, no. I thought. I mean, I I did like David Price when we first got him, but I didn't think he was like the best. Chris Sale when we got him was the best pitcher in baseball. It, dude, it I, must feel still so think. good to fucking win a World Series. What does it that feel feels like? Pr- what does that feel like? I I don't well, know. I've never a team I like have, has never won anything. All right, all right, all right. So I've been alive for four, conscious for three, and paying attention to baseball for two. Thirteen. You were in college when the the twenty eighteen. Yeah, I was a drunk? freshman in college. Did you get drunk after that. Uh, I don't even remember. I would. I was thinking about this today. What I would do. I don't think if so. Any of my teams won. I think and... it was like a a Monday, and I was a freshman, so I had all eight a.m. classes. Dude, I would go. Dude, that was crazy when I was up at school. Like the shit for uh, the Red Sox. Like kids are going wild, like burning couches yeah. and shit. Yeah, I mean, it, I probably would have gone crazier if I didn't go to a school in New York where there was no mm. other Red Sox fans. So I was kind of alone. That's but like funny. 13, like I, I like kind of remember 13 and 13 was awesome just because like the team had so much camaraderie and it just felt fucking amazing to win again. And, you know, I, I, I like listen to a bunch of Red Sox podcasts and it's people obviously like 10, 15 years older than me. And they talk about, you know, the woes of the Red Sox, like the curse, like they remember like the cursed Red Sox, like we'll never win. And then like that 2004 happened and like they fucking lost their minds or whatever. And I kind of wish I, I kind of wish I experienced that because, because I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying like, since I've been alive, like all my teams have been good. Like I don't like the Patriots have always been good my whole life. The Red Sox have been good my whole life. This is the only two sports that I really watch. So, oh, everything sucks. Everything is so but like, bad. But like now, both my teams fucking suck ass, and I well, don't know how to handle it. And they're probably oh, never going to win welcome. a championship ever again. Welcome to the fucking welcome to the party, Zach. Well, I mean, actually, I still have confidence in my Red Sox. They'll win every every five years, baby. So it's coming up either to this year or next year. We're winning. Yeah, I thought, and then I thought yeah, let me tell you something. Year for the Mets, man. Let me tell you something, Chris. Like it. Being an 18 year old and winning a World Series felt fucking amazing. Yeah, I I'm sure. Like being a 20 something year old, like it, it, if I win one in my 20s, it'll be even fucking better. But winning one when you like are fully into the entire season and you watch the whole season and you pay attention, you know everyone, and you fucking you know when your team's doing good, when they're doing bad, you know what guys fucking suck and shit and it just felt so good to be so invested in the team all year and then to come out on top 
I mean, I remember I, I took like my my roommate had a giant speaker and I just blasted Sweet Caroline and I just ran around my dorm like the, my dorm hallways, just like splashing Sweet Caroline at like ten o'clock at night on a Monday. Oh, it must be nice. It must be so nice, dude. I just cannot relate in any capacity. I have. You'll get there one day. The, Maybe the closest a team I've ever followed to winning was that 2015 Met team, and they should have won. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, they we led in every game past the sixth inning in that series, which sucks to look back on, but they should have won. Uh, it's just a rough go of things. So much for so much for this being a positive episode. Yeah, this episode sucks. Let's. Should we get into Florida Man Friday? Get 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 a little more positive. Some get a laugh going. I'd love to get into Florida Man Friday. All right, let's get into some Florida Man Friday. I've... Wait, mine's like mine's so depressing. Though. Yeah, yours sucks. Find a new one while I do it. <laughs> All right, I'll find a new one. I'll find. All right, one. mine is Florida Man arrested for DUI on a Segway. And Zach was talking about this pre-show. He was like, "I didn't know you can get a DUI on a Segway. This would be a perfect." episode to call jmo about but we know, jmo can't, is we can't call him today he's busy today so we can't call him but he uh, we're hoping that to the tuesday show we will have jmo back okay so uh a lieutenant officer who was driving around florida whatever the fuck town this is i i scanned over this article and i missed out in the town polk county uh, he was driving around and he saw some dudes swerving in and out of westbound lanes, unsteady, and into impeding traffic. Oh, excuse me, oncoming traffic, and he was impeding traffic. So this this obviously became an issue, and the guy was like blackout drunk when he went up to him. And according to the laws, I didn't know this, but you can't be on any motorized vehicle on wheels, whether it's a Segway or a, or can't even a, ride like a bicycle. A oh, motorized, truck. motorized. I don't know. What about, what about like those, you know, you know, those little cars that they give little kids. What if I was driving one of those? Can you get a DUI on a bike? Well, you just said motorized, right? I but- think if it doesn't have a motor, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, you could get a DUI on a bicycle, actually. What? But if it doesn't have a motor, who cares? And I guess, I guess, in some laws you will, or some states you will, and in some states you won't. Mm, you definitely will in Connecticut. In New York City, apparently you can't. Because oh, I really? guess there's just That's so probably many. Cause cause so yeah, because there's so many. Yeah, you, they have to get around somehow. Yeah. I bet you if you were riding around in Connecticut, they'd probably be suspect. Maybe. I'd probably get a different charge. Probably get like drunk and disorderly instead of DUI. <laughs> All right, what's your Florida man? Uh, So my new Florida man, because my other one was depressing and we're being positive, is Florida man calls police to verify his meth is authentic. So, I mean, normal people, normal people, when they do meth, I would think, I don't know from personal experience, but I would just assume that when you're doing meth, you probably don't want to tell the cops that you're doing meth. But, I mean, this guy decided that he wanted to buy a, a, I don't even know, what do you call it, a thing of meth? Uh, 
I don't know. He got he, he bought some meth. Do it, so. He bought some meth uh, from a random guy at a bar. Same, and man. he he did some, and then he called the police because he wanted them to test it because he thought the guy had sold him bath salts instead of meth. Huh. So, I mean, personally, I would have just thrown the meth away or the bath salts, whatever. I wouldn't have told the – like, what? do people use their brains? No. Why would you call the cops and be like, yo – I was, so I was trying to buy this meth, right? But instead, I got bath salts. You mind testing it because I, I, I'm not sure. But if it's meth, like wh- wh- if it actually was meth, it, did he think that he, they were just going to test it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's meth"? Here you go. Yeah. No, honestly. Fuck this guy, idiot. All right, let's get into some uh, picks. Yeah. Insert pick music here. All right, I guess we don't have pick music today. That's okay. If anybody can't tell, producer Jake is not here. Uh, I'm clicking on the... All right, so we don't have pick music, but that's all right. We're just going to go with it anyway. Fuck it. Uh, I will start it off. I am taking the Providence College Friars plus four against the Kentucky Wildcats tomorrow. Why? Because I hate my life and everything is bad. So... um. So, yeah, please, guys, don't lose tomorrow because a lot of my happiness relies on you winning tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, and uh, producer Jake wants uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs money line. Those are two good picks. Not as good as mine, though. My pick tomorrow is uh, Team Mexico. Team Mexico against Team Puerto Rico. With Julio Urias on the mound. I got confidence in Team Mexico. Screw Puerto Rico. They just lost their closer, unfortunately. You know, I, I heard something crazy happen. So Shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Team Mexico. All right. And now we're getting into everybody's favorite fucking dumb segment of the week, the roulette spin. I spun a random generator. It is 20 today. Let's spin. I wonder if we're going to get it. We have $3 on 20. I'm so curious because we we're, we always get oh, so close. It's 19. Yeah, of course. At least it's no 19 is nowhere near 20 on the. Deal. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay when it's like that because it's not the spot next to it, it's, it's just, just the number, it's just so the principle like whatever. of it being so close to the actual it's number. It's just like, yeah. You know what sucks? What sucks? When you never win your fucking roulette spin. We never win. Nope. All right. Whoa. All right, everybody. This has been a rough episode for me. I hate everything. Just remember, your team is a lot better than my teams. Uh, Be thankful that you've probably won something in your life. And go Auburn. And go Auburn. I think we're up at the half. I believe we are. That's good news at the bare minimum for me. So, (laughs) all right, everybody. Have a safe and fun weekend. Watch some college basketball, win some bets, and we'll see you on Tuesday. One day closer opening day. Enter. Enter uh, outro music. music. (laughs) Love you guys.